morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 110. And this week, I wanted to talk about your off-season reset and realigning or, or continually to align your priorities. And as I was thinking about this uh, this week and what to talk about this week for Foundation Friday, you know, I was thinking about how we're in this lull. We've got AAU going on. A lot of us are doing uh, team workouts, individual workouts, working with our players individually. But how are we going to address our teams as we enter our improvement season, as we call it in our program. And there's basically, in in my mind, there are three different scenarios that we are all looking at addressing. We're, or we're in uh, what situation that we're all in. We're either A, a new coach taking over a new situation. We are B, in a situation where we felt like some things slipped within our program or C, we feel like we are where we want to be at, and we what are the little tweaks or things that we can do to improve our program? And when I'm talking about those areas for improvement season and where you are at and the, the things that you need to look at, there's four big things that I look at. Your, your schemes, what are you going to do schematically, the same or differently? this upcoming season. What are you looking at when it comes to your stats, your analytics? What do you need to emphasize to your team? Hey, we turned it over way too much, and here here it is, uh, guys or gals, as to why we believe this is too many turnovers, or we got out-rebounded, or hey, we did a heck of a job on the boards last year, whatever it may be. Third thing is your skill development. Your skill development and uh, what you need to address, whether, you know, shooting, passing, dribbling, etc. And the fourth thing is your culture. Uh, your culture, your your standards, whatever it is that you emphasize within your program, what are your plans for that? Now, if you're not really sure where you should be at in any of those areas, here are five things to think about as you're trying to set up your program and what separates good programs from great programs? What separates average programs from good programs? What sets subpar programs year in and year out from average programs and all the way up the ladder? Well, the first thing is preparation. As Coach Meyer used to say, uh, plan and prepare like you lost your last game. Well, for all of us, except for pretty much everybody that won a state championship, we lost our last game last season, myself included. So what do you do? You have to come in with whatever you're doing in, imp- in your improvement season, prepared to work. Have a plan, and don't have it in your head. Okay, we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, and yeah, we're going to do, do these four or five things. Have it down on a piece of paper. Show your players that you care about what we're going to work on on your individual skills in this open gym session or this skill session with this small group of players. When you go to a team camp, when you're going to your league, have a plan. Have some things written down that, okay, here's, we're going to run Boomerang, we're going to run Australia, and we're going to run Boston here. And I've got these plays written down, and I've got this ready to go, that you're not just winging this. You have to come in prepared. If you are emphasizing to your players that this is important, that you are there, that you are ready to work, then you have to show them your urgency of what is important to you and why it is important for you 
by showing them that you have this stuff, that you've got a plan, that you're just not making this up as you go along, that you are there and you have put time and thought into this of what is going to make them better today. Whatever situation with whatever category that we talked about before, what are you going to do? Be prepared with everything that you do. Second thing is teaching. You got to get out there and you got to teach. And don't worry about the quantity of your teaching. Worry about the quality of your teaching. The best times to really teach your kids, and and we're going to get to another category with this here in a little bit, and we're going to build on this particular thought. But a great time to really teach to your team in the summertime is before a workout and after a workout. Hey, here's what we're working on. Why do you think we feel like we need to work on this particular set of things here, but whether it's a team or an individual. Then after you're done with that, okay, talk to them. Why did we do that drill? What do you think this was all about? Okay, because here's, and, and you go through it, here's what I see within your game. This is why we need to work on coming off uh, floppy cuts and catching and being prepared because next season we're going to run a lot. We feel like we're going to run a lot of those type of sets, and so here's what we're going to do. So that teaching consistency has to be there, and you have to be able to explain and justify what you're teaching. Don't waste any time, any wasted motion in that regard when you're teaching that. Have a mission. Again, one and two are related to one another with that preparation and that teaching. Third thing, be consistent. Be consistent. Come in. If you tell your kids, hey, we're going to come in on a consistent basis, and you, if you give me 45 really good minutes with skill workouts, the last 15 minutes are yours. Or whatever it may be. Be consistent with your mood. Be consistent with your energy. Be who you are at all times. Now, if you're somebody that really likes to get after it and and is really, really intense, probably a good time to step back a little bit. If you are somebody who's maybe not outwardly as intense, maybe this is a good time to show, hey, it's it, when we need urgency, this is a good time to show them that, yes, this is still an urgent time period to get done what we need to get done. Fourth thing that separates programs is competition and competing. You have to compete at all times. Now, that doesn't mean we're yelling, kicking, and screaming, but you know what? Something is on the line on a consistent basis. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Obviously, when you're in team camps, when you're in leagues, you can set a goal. Hey, we're playing West High, East High, North High uh, today in three games. What's our goal here? What do we want to end up with on the scoreboard uh, okay, we want to we want to go at least two and one here today. All right, let's go two and one here today at the very least. And let's see, you start out two and zero. All right, get greedy. Don't be don't be okay with two and one. Let's get to three and zero here today. Uh, your skill workout competitions. Come on, we have our we have our system where we have our rankings. You know, five points for being there, four points in the weight room, so forth and so on. Those are things that you can do. Have some sort of system of reward. Shot counts. You know, hey. Here's this drill. At the end of our workout, here's a six-pack of, of Gatorades here. We've got six on this end. We've got six on this end. We've got six over here at this basket. Whichever team wins this particular drill, you get to walk out with a Gatorade in hand here today and have that ready to go. So emphasize that competition. Emphasize competition in the weight room. Which group is going to have the highest percentage of increase on their on their total lifting numbers from the beginning of the summer to the end of the summer and and play into that as much as you possibly can and the and the fifth thing is you got to close you have to have you have to build those relationships the off season is the best time 
to build your relationships. And the best way to do that is by spending time with your team, especially traveling. We have an opportunity in the summertime to travel with our kids and to go out and to do simple things, uh, whether that's a, a day-long thing. And in between your your games, let's say you're at a team camp, you know, yeah, you know, you want to sit around, you want to talk to other coaches, but also find opportunities to just sit with your players for 20 minutes, a half hour, come down to their level, talk to them, be a little goofy with them. Uh, This is your time to connect. The more that they feel that you're invested in them, then the more they're going to go out and fight for you when you get into the season. So what are some other things that you can do to build upon this? First of all, keep it simple. Keep it simple in the summertime. We don't spend a whole lot of time talking about defense, for example, and we try to run really, really simple stuff to show our kids or to put our kids in situations, who's going to make plays for us? Who do we feel like is developing their skill level? We don't want to overcoach the summertime. Let's leave the overcoaching to December, January, and February when it really, really counts. Keep it really, really simple. Now, for us going into this offseason, we are going to do some things differently, especially on the defensive end. So we are going to uh, be addressing this, and we are going to coach our defense a little bit more than we normally would in a typical improvement season because we are going to make some changes in our defensive philosophy and our defensive transition philosophy. So that's something that we're going to have to adjust because we feel like this is going to fit us better. Again, teach through competition. Be genuine. Make sure you have attention to detail, and that goes back to preparedness. Make sure you know what you're going to want out of every single thing that you do. In the offseason, it is really, really important that you keep a high standard, that you bring great energy. For us, we do a lot of stuff early in, really early in the morning, and I am not a morning person. The alarm will be set for 5.30. It's going to go off. I'm going to put on some shorts, uh, shirt, and I'm going to put on a hat, and I'm going to go in and I'm going to work out because I got to be there by 6.15, and I hate mornings. I absolutely dread them. But by the time the kids start getting in there at 6.20, I'm going to have big energy. I'm going to fake it till I make it until they walk out of the gym and the last kid is out. Then I'll complain about being tired again. But if I start complaining about being tired and not wanting to be up in the mornings, they're going to feed off of that and they're going to have an excuse for not having the energy that they want. It's important that you're brutally honest in the summer. It is better to have a tough conversation in June or July with a player and a parent or both than to put that off until November, December, January. And that doesn't mean you have to be like mean about these conversations, but if if you have a player that has aspirations to be a varsity starter and they're a JV reserve, it's better to have that tough conversation in June than it is in January. Make sure that you keep balance and perspective for yourself. Spend good time with your family. I know for me, that was always the highlight of my summer as, as I got to, I, when, especially when my kids were younger, two and a half straight months of dad time with the kids day in, day out. It wasn't, it, we weren't doing spectacular things on a daily basis. It was just having that presence and being around them. And, you know, so make sure that you have that balance. Make sure you find that time for yourself to, and, and keep your balance throughout the day. Embrace your failures. You're going to fail this summer. Put your teams in situations from time to time, especially if you're a good team, where you're going to fail because you don't want it to be too easy. You've got to find situations, especially if you think you're going to be pretty good, to fail in the summertime so your team learns how to react to failure in the summertime. It's something that you can reference, especially late in the season next year. If you have a disappointing loss in late January or early February, hey, how do we respond to this? If that's the first time that you that, that current edition of your team has dealt with failure is late January or early February, 
that's a big red flag. So go find situations to fail. At the same time, if you've had a lot of failure, find places to succeed. And we talked about that in the last couple of Foundation Fridays. And the most important thing that you can do in the summertime when it comes to your team, focus on the process. Focus on the process. Focus on the journey. Don't worry about the destination. Get yourself a little bit better every single day. If you're a young team, don't overreact to the results. If you have kids that are moving in from uh, a varsity sub to a varsity starter or from a JV starter to a varsity sub or varsity starter, it's going to take time for most of these kids. So don't get too up. Don't get too down. Focus on the process. Focus on the journey. Focus on the details. Focus on teaching. Focus on being consistent. Focus on preparation. Focus on competing at all times. If you do those things, you're going to enjoy the ride and your team is going to grow as the summer moves along here. So Foundation Friday, number 110, off-season reset, realigning your priorities. What are you going to be doing here in improvement season? Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time. <laughs>